messaging and dm so we can like mess it we have a certain time limit when we can respond and compared to when you more than likely the only way of communication you had with a female was with a woman with a woman <laughs> was when you were uh, just talking conversation on the phone conversing over the phone or in person correct I'm gonna let I'm gonna let y'all go first, man. Let the I hate Mary this do. shit, man. <laughs> oh, Mary do a lot. I I I I really. It's like I'm trying to to navigate my way around DMs and text messages and shit, but I hate that shit because I feel like I'm the type of person that I like to shoot from the hip, like when I when I communicate with people. And if if I'm texting it, I'm like I'm trying to be ultra strategic and like you know like try to make the shit perfect. So I might I might have said some dope shit in person, and in the in the text message, like I'm just I'm scrutinizing that shit. Also, I hate it because niggas use the excuse of like I'm being I'm busy to not text you back, like or it makes it more convenient to be like I'm busy in the conversation. And like make that shit take way longer than it has to. Yeah, I I agree. I'm I'm a shoot from the hip. I definitely don't have no text DM. Well, I ain't got no DM game. I could text after I get to know you and I get a reading right, for you. Right. But if I'm just out there like, hey, this is a DM. I liked a couple of your pictures. You like some of my pictures. <laughs> what's and up? Now, what's up? Like uh, that's just so weird. It's bro. different it's to me. Weird. Like I don't necessarily. So what's the difference between a DM and a text? Uh, a text, I actually got a number. So right, right. We, you know what I'm saying? I at least got access to your number. Not necessarily that is crazy because you could still block me at any time. <laughs> right. That's and another you find thing. Out it could be a Google number after a while. Right. That's one thing I do be getting mad at chicks for. Like if you try to get their number, like I'll give you my IG or my Snap or something like that it's like bro you know you can block me like from your phone you ain't even got to call the phone company or nothing you could just block number if i'm staying some wild shit you ain't fucking with it just block me like that's cool i'm okay with that so i, I would say is that in person because 70 percent of what you're saying is not coming out of your mouth you know body language tone right. inflection blah blah, blah 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 we all seen hitch um uh, but in person, I can gauge on how you're responding right. to what I'm saying. So I know, you know, that workflow diagram going in my right. mind. Did she laugh? No. Right. Here. You know what I'm saying? She still ain't laughing or bored. You know what I'm saying? Right. You know? Uh, with the text messages, it's like you got to have a, a long-term strategy. Yes. And, and I'm I'm quick on my feet. I'm, I, I think very fast under pressure. So, like, Going into a stressful situation because hollering at chicks is stressful. No yes, one wants to yes, be, yes. Uh, I'm about to say neglected, very stressful. but I guess rejected. 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 <laughs> like, you, work. you know what I'm saying? Hey girl, how you doing? So you got to go do it anyway. You know what I'm saying? Man up. <laughs> so you got to have a long trunk because, like you said, good morning, beautiful, and she respond until she get off work. She could legit be busy, but in our mind, it's like, oh man, she was talking to other yeah. dudes. And she just got. They won't know to me. you had your phone in your hand. How you didn't see the text? Number? You know. What yeah, they 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 seen that shit. Yeah. That's what. That's why I was like. That's why I hate how people make excuses around shit, right. especially people you know that be in they fucking <laughs> like. If yeah, you've been around them, yes. Yeah. You've been around them. You've been in the same space. <laughs> you see them motherfuckers. They always got their phone. in I got a homeboy. I won't say his name, but he is on his phone. 38, 15, like 38 hours a day, 15 days a week. He is on, <laughs> he is on his phone. <laughs> However, getting him to respond to a yeah. text, a IG post, anything, is not going to happen in a timely matter. And I just accept that from him. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, well, he's on his phone doing what he wants to do. And what right. he wants to do is not respond to people. Right, right. <laughs> and, that's, and, and, you know, like, you do got to accept it. But it's like, 
I feel like in this age, that shit getting out of hand. It is. Like, especially when people be like, oh, I was just busy. You ain't doing shit. Like, right. like you ain't, like, people be acting like they on, like, president level or busy. And, so, I, and go ahead. But I was going to say, so right now, definitely, it shouldn't be any excuse. Because right now, in America, we have the highest number of people working from home. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's a real thing. I didn't think about that. And yeah. this week in particular, with the snowstorm and everything's going on in Texas, a lot of businesses are slowing down. Like I got Maybe. a cousin works in a warehouse. She drives forklifts. A lot of trucks ain't coming in right now because they flipped over in Texas. You know what I'm saying? Joke, but no joke. Like governor in Texas need to get his stuff together. But uh, maybe that's why I got a response today. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe, 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 because that, that response did come quick. Hey, man, I'm telling you, man, people are at the house. The Valentine's Day over with, so you ain't got to put up with that person no more. You know what I'm right. saying? Don't nobody want to be lonely on the 14th. Right. Yeah, 21st. But I, I, I do agree with. if you're getting treated. Yeah. <laughs> I, I do agree with what you said, Napoleon, man. It's it's awkward as fuck, like, like doing the initial conversation in DM, like the initial communication and text, like that shit is awkward as fuck. And that's, that's, that's what I hate about it the most. Cause like, you know, like if I'm, if I'm meeting you for the first time in person, like I can, I can flirt with you. Like I like to flirt. And I can see, like you said, I can see the body language because I watch all that shit. Like, you do be paying attention and, to everything. And, and, and <laughs> like, sending a DM, it feels like, yeah, I saw you over the internet and I want some drawers. Hey. That's <laughs> what I feel is lower than my age. Right. And I feel like it's because we're at an age where we saw social media go from college, just being exclusively for college, being it now. Some, some, some nigga who's like in his like 22 wouldn't think the same way that we see it. What, what, but like you, yeah. I, I feel like that's loaded in my DM message. That's like the only thing that that's coming from. What GT GTD stand for? Get the draws. <laughs> 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 that's my favorite episode, Mario. Man, I'm sorry. Right. <laughs> but yeah, I told one of my homies. Oh, got the draws. Yeah, got, yeah, yeah, I'm gonna let you slide. Yeah. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Get, got, you know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? Get the draws. You know that word too. <laughs> If you but do he, it right, I told him, but he was like, man, I don't, man, I don't know how to slide no DMs, man. What am I supposed to do? Because it's, it's a lot of pressure DM sliding. Because I saw um, the guy that played Bobby Brown, Woody the Great. He yeah. made a video. He was like, when you DM sliding, be hungry, never thirsty. And I like laughed so hard at video. Then I was like, you know what? That's true. And I gave him some advice for DM sliding. I was like, look, man, go to her page, you know, examine her page, see what she's interested in. So when you get in her DMs, exploit her interests. Right. And he came okay. back. He was like, well, that don't work. It do. It do. <laughs> okay. 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 They're going to the rhinestones again. Listen, bro. I, I, ain't, I ain't mad. I'm that homeboy. <laughs> I ain't embarrassed. I'm that homeboy. It's this nigga. This nigga. This nigga been dropping jewels in my life since I first met him in the eighth grade. Like this nigga been giving me fat boy hacks <laughs> since then. Like at first, I'm like nigga. At first, when I was young, he's not disrespecting. Right me. at first, the delivery. Maybe I was, <laughs> somebody had put me on, and I was excited. You know? <laughs> <laughs> trying to say whatever. Honestly, knowing you from from a little bit, I can see you trying to come off more of a very like. I know a consoling way, so you're not doing it direct. So he could probably. Come I was in eighth grade, bro. Like I ain't. I did this one. You see, the day is a finished no, product. True. You know, what it's, it's, it's 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 refined. You know what I'm saying? Right. I, but, I had to learn my my craft, my dude. Right? Because his delivery right. in eighth grade, bro. I didn't want to fight me on the low. <laughs> I did. Nemesis part one. Right. <laughs> this this was the original the Nemesis. Original nemesis. Uh, Big Grounds was like the high. This was middle school Nemesis. Big Grams was high school nemesis. You know what? Uh, you know what's the, the the worst about this story? The advice I gave him, he tried it, it worked, and it made him even more mad. Uh, <laughs> right? Because till this day, <laughs> to this day, to this day, uh, I have been following that advice from the eighth grade. <laughs> <laughs> well, we was like 
12, 13, 13 then. 13, 30, 14. Yeah. To all the way up to 34. <laughs> because it was 99, 2000. Yep. Hey. This is what Cash Money took over. Took over. Hey. So you know the you know the teacher uh, yeah. that called me your name for the first time. Yeah, she just got married. Right. I, I slid, I had sent her the post in her DMs was like, you inspired this. And she was like, yeah, Twan told me a, a little while ago. I'm like, this nigga Twan always be active, bro. <laughs> <laughs> so funny story about that, man. When I first moved back to Columbus. Not not like not like he was actively like trying to pursue her. Because he's married. I'm just saying, like. I don't think nobody. Okay. Think I just want to make sure. No, 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 I appreciate him clarifying that. You know what I'm saying? But so when I back in 2009, I moved back to Columbus from Virginia. I see this said teacher at a bar. And I was like, oh, what's up, Miss So-and-so? She was like, man, you grown now, man. Call me whatever my first name is. And I was like, girl, girl, what's up? So I buy her a couple of drinks, we laughing, we talking. I get her number, but I didn't, like, get her number. Like, you know what I'm saying? I didn't text her and call her. I just got her number. Like, you know what I'm i look out for you. Boom, 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 boom. And then, like... I, I was thirsty though. I slid in her DM. Was like, "Yo, what's up?" She was like, "I don't date former students." <laughs> so, uh, I was like, oh, "Word, hey, you gonna drink my Long Island iced tea? <laughs> just, just gonna drink up all my my <laughs> Man, but no, nah, it really is crazy. Just even th- like what Drew was saying with the ideology of a twenty-two-year-old or a Zenio or a Gen Z, whatever you call them, like. They they don't even think about talking to a chick like getting a vibe like they really own the whole your avatar is this this is what you do on social you get to know a person's social media identity before you get to know the real person you know what whereas we us at our age we used to the opposite we used to knowing the real person and then saying oh that's what you do on the internet like the internet is the first place you meet a person now which is kind of crazy. What what hurt me growing up is that having an older sister, she was always on the phone. So I was never a phone person, like, because I had no access to the phone. When my mom got home, she was on the phone. My sister was on the phone. So I didn't call friends, like, after after school. I didn't call friends after school. When I got a, I didn't get my first cell phone till college. And so, like, text, texting people and calling people to check. Like, I was always in-person type of person. So when I got to college, I had to develop telephone skills with you know the opposite sex right which was a struggle for me nah it was a struggle for me because like honestly in college i was used to calling because i was like okay a phone i'm gonna call but everybody was on the text wave so it was like nah you're supposed to text so once i realized that you're supposed to text first game like went through the roof but it was like at first i was calling and it was like why'd you call like but you need something we going somewhere like what's going on like you call? emergency yeah it's an emergency what's up like nah i'm just calling to talk like oh that's sweet i'll call you back <laughs> <laughs> it's funny that we remember a time when you'd get charged for the amount of texts you said on a phone plan man yeah <laughs> night three nights a weekends at nine o'clock and all that man it's crazy man it was a 25 cent a text and then people got a nerve to respond k <laughs> no kidding, bro. You like, you know, yeah, people look at my whole paragraph. I'm telling you, people look at my phone now and they be like, Twan, you need to delete the message. God, right now, as, as we speak right now, I got 338 unread messages. And majority of those is K's and cool. Like, nah, if you not nah, open it if it's one word, get out of here. <laughs> you ain't gonna text them again if they say so. Man, uh, have y'all had any success, like success stories in the deal? In the D, nah, I, no, I'm no, not no. a DM. Me yeah, I've, I've had a success story before I got married. Definitely success. DMs be working, man. But you, the you, you, pretty smooth individual. I know. Yeah, <laughs> I, I mean, I can't hate on you. Like I'm telling you, ever since I got past the whole nemesis part, and like I could truly, I look back and like, damn, that nigga did teach me this shit. <laughs> Like, I don't doubt shit you say no more. Like, when you tell me some advice, I take that shit to heart. I'm like, I'm definitely going to try this shit. This is probably going to work. Yeah. But to go back to what Twan was talking about with Texas freezing over and uh, uh, all that good stuff with the trucks being stopped, yeah. I do want to talk about that as far as, uh, like, bro, that's motherfucking crazy. Is it the end of the world? Because Texas bro. really did freeze over. Before we Not get into that, though, I want, you, I want you to hold that thought, Andrew. Because I want to tell everyone listening to this, 
that this right here is my homeboy Andrew. This is my homeboy Napoleon. And this is my homeboy Eric. And this is my homeboy Torn. And this is my homeboys podcast. podcast. Now, Andrew, get back to what you were saying. All right. I, the reason why I said it was kind of a ha ha moment is it, the fact that they're getting crippled by Mother Nature. They're getting crippled by Mother Nature, even though it's been going on for so long. Did 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 anybody did anybody see the crash that happened? The hundred and hundred and thirty three car pileup. No, yeah. I didn't see that. Yeah, that was oh, like two weeks ago. That was insane. They had eighteen wheelers going speed and slamming into car. I saw cars flying off. I'm like, yes. If I was in something like that, I'd be traumatized to the point I'm not driving anymore. You you know what the most winter. the most <laughs> fucked up part about this is like. Just the people that's just like us have to experience like incompetence by like the government, like mm-hmm. like incompetence about how like their city and their state is being run, because like Texas one hundred percent like chose to have their power grid set up the way it is. Yes, to save money. Right. To save money. Right. right. That that was they was like yeah we can, I mean there's a better way but this one's cheaper. That right. Was the, that was the. The I guess the Cliff Notes version, but this this I hate to be woke, man. But you know, like the whole reason why we celebrate Juneteenth is because them motherfuckers was like, "Fuck that, we not freeing our slaves." Right, right. Like them, slavery was over. Right, the whole rest of the country was like, slavery is over, and they like, "Fuck that." I'm like, we still doing that here. But Texas has a long history of saying we're going to succeed. We're going to succeed. Right, we're right. Succeed from the state, from the union, and all this good stuff. And then to double down on your wokeness, y'all remember when it was a snow apocalypse here in Atlanta? Yeah. And on CNN, they were talking so much cash shit about the oh, yeah. the, the governor, the, the the mayor, and everybody how they ran Atlanta, right, right, and they right. kind of put them in and scrutinized them and all Hell this stuff. Yeah. Are they scrutinizing Texas? Texas Fuck like no, no, they're dragging Ted Cruz, though. Oh, te- Just Ted Cruz, they, though. They, <laughs> no, 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 no. Why? What, why are they dragging him? And, I, and I'll was, tell you why they dragging Ted Cruz. Not because he, he left the country. He because was, he left his dog at home. That's when they got mad. <laughs> That's when they got mad at Ted Cruz. They wasn't, they wasn't mad at, he was in Putacana. They weren't mad at that. <laughs> Took his whole family. Left the whole state. He had to go south of the border. They weren't mad when he came back. <laughs> they was mad when they found you left your dog at home. That's right. when they got mad. Bro, right. right. it's just so funny, like seeing like fucking Fox News like justify and try to speak highly on on what he did as a parent. You know what I'm saying? Like, get out of here. And how they try to spin that story. And it's like, bro, the shit that happened in Atlanta. First of all, niggas had heat at home. Like yeah, they just couldn't get home. Right. But, you but, you couldn't do shit on the road, which is understandable. I we don't, don't I, I didn't think that was understandable. Well, I'm saying I, Hold on, it, why not? Cause moving from North Carolina, they t- even if the weatherman said snow might come, they would like plow the roads and salt it. Right, but, but we don't we, 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 we never we never had that before. But yeah. that's the thing though. I've been here since twenty seventeen and it snowed about what, two or three years since I've been here. Right. I've been here since Fucking right, 1986. 1986. <laughs> right. And it's four and, times. It's four, and times. four times. It's four recent it, times. It, it, it's no, no, but they times. But they right. changed after that first time. Right. They okay. changed the whole way this shit was managed. That's yeah. what I'm saying. Like yeah, yeah, they we didn't we didn't even have like most of the times in a state where this happens, they have the trucks within a certain distance right. of the state to come and be able to do that. We just we just didn't have the trucks here because because it was the highway that got messed up. Yeah. And then like another the thing that news, yeah. and then another thing they don't talk about George. George is at the bottom of Appalachian Mountain, so it's very a uh, very hilly hilly geographical region. With that being said, right, it don't matter how much you snowplow and all that good stuff, how much salt you put down, you're not finna go up a mountain of ice. Period. Right. In a car. Well, you shouldn't. There's people who will. <laughs> I mean, you can try. You got to get chains and all this stuff. Yeah, you, you know. yeah that's, that's what was even happening, like, off Camp Creek. Like, there's roads that have fucking heels on it that you just cannot roll your car up. Yeah, it like, ain't happening. You, Not from the bottom. You can roll a motherfucker down that shit. Right. <laughs> oh, my God. I, I was going down a hill. That shit was scared than a motherfucker, <laughs> bro. I'm like, I'm going to die. I'm going to tell you peace yourself. <laughs> <laughs> shit. <laughs> so, so who's the governor of Texas? 
uh, in the Ted, Ted Cruz, Cruz senator. Uh, who is who is the governor of Texas? Whatever his name is, not even some working. white man. Yeah, some, white some old man. white. He's Republicans, so, right? If you, if you look at his track record, he's criticized other states for asking for federal aid. Yeah. He criticized California. He criticized because uh, they want to succeed. What was the, what was the state that had the hurricane? I can't even remember. But he's he's literally criticized every state for asking for 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 uh, uh, federal aid for assistance with their national disasters. And what's the first place he ran to during this? Yeah, Joe Biden. <laughs> Joe. But see, Joe. that's that's the thing. I really hope, I really hope that the people in fucking Texas, because everybody on our level experiences shit. Like, I hope that they fucking take this shit and change how they vote. Like, not to say they gotta vote Democratic or Republican, but actually like. Like choose their candidates and, and actually pay attention yeah, to clearly this. Clearly, Ted Cruz don't care about you, right? Yeah. And just a quick note: Greg Abbott is the governor of Texas. Yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah whoever that is. I, and fuck. then the uh, the mayor. It was another. Oh, the mayor uh, that wrote that Facebook post. Yeah, the Facebook post oh, yeah. talking about pull yourself uh, up pull, from your bootstrap. Yeah, pull yourself up, if get you, it together. No one's coming power, to save you. If you don't have power. It's your fault. Yeah. Really. Because me, the guy that worked at the insurance company, supposed to have my own power grid in this city that right. I pay every month. I'm pretty sure as a civil servant, your job is to protect me, right? right. Isn't isn't that what you, you signed up for? You're but that's what I'm player. saying. Like, you got to make sure that motherfuckers whose job is to protect you are actually fucking protecting you. Sounds like, kind of like police, don't it? We should have yeah. we uh, we should have inputted Lawrence Fishburne's school days clip in here. Wake up, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> bro! That shit. I know. I know. We watch a lot of the same movies, and we retain a lot of the same. That's like. That's also like in my top three favorite movies. What school days? Yeah, oh, yes. the reason why you went to HBCU. Actually, it's not. But that's why it's my top three movies because it's one of them things like damn like i watched a different world mm-hmm. and school days after i went to a hbcu and i was like bro if i had watched all of this shit before i went i would have graduated you would have went to morehouse i probably would have though like on some on some real shit no nah, because y'all banned trash Come on, man. <laughs> <laughs> and band was definitely 75 percent of the well it was back then it was about 99% of the reason why I went to HBCU. <laughs> now, if I had a seen school days, I might have. I might have I might have balanced it out a little bit more uh, and put 25% on band and 75% on getting the education. Now, but talking about these movies, I do want to talk about uh Judas and the Black Messiah. Did y'all did everybody see it? I actually haven't. You, the, the only reason why it. I have the only reason why I haven't watched it what? is because I I have a date to watch it, and we oh, you okay. gotta you gotta hold up to your obligations. Now, yeah. my question is: Are you aware? Are you familiar with the Fred Hampton story? Oh yeah, absolutely. Okay. Because when I ask Eric this, I'm not gonna ask you guys this because I know if Eric say he's aware, he's 100 percent aware. Me, I was familiar with Fred Hampton. I wasn't aware of his story. Well, what do you mean? What do you know then? So I knew Fred Hampton was a a. Uh, uh, a prominent figure in the black a leader. Look, one of the leaders. So I'm telling you what I knew. I got you. I got right, you. Right, right, right. Not, not, not yeah, what I know me. now. You know what I'm saying? No, no, and, I, and I'm how not. You, how you gonna tell me what? No, I no, knew? no, 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 no. I'm not. I'm not checking you. I'm not checking. You. That, that's <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. that's not what I'm trying to do. I'm yeah. just. I was just using right. leader. So yeah, he instead is, of prominent. He, he was a leader. I knew, I thought he was a prominent figure. I didn't know he was a leader. Got you. I did not know his age. Right. And Crazy. I and I did not know. Uh, I mean, because I like Jay Z, I didn't know he died on December fourth. Yeah, I didn't know it, he died on December fourth. So it, 4th it went once they showed that it made the Jay Z lyric come back. I arrived on the day Jam, uh, Fred Hampton died. Right, that's on the Jay Z song. Was assassinated. Yeah, and he he actually faced <laughs> yeah, that yeah, line yeah, in yeah, the yeah, song, yeah, the new yeah, song. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah so it, y'all go, y'all go ahead. I'll, so the movie's powerful. Spoiler alert. Yeah, if you haven't seen it, you can kind of just fast forward right here, but continue, please. All right, so I didn't realize, I'm going to go to their age, because Fred Hampton was 21 when he was assassinated. Right. They got things done a 
lot quicker at a lot early age back in the day. Yeah. Yes. Go ahead. They didn't have the internet to. Uh, <laughs> man, make me feel bad. Like, nigga, you to, to, and, I, and I feel and I feel like trash after watching. To be f- to be fair, destroying us. But to be fair though, to be absolutely fair, if you go out. And if you've been a part of anything Black Lives Matter or or not even just Black Lives Matter, any of the protests, the people are always 19 to like the yeah. leaders are always 19 to like 25. I was literally the old nigga in the room. No, nah, even Tupac said it. Tupac yeah. got an interview when he said it seems like, you know, we out here at 19, 20, 21. And it seems like something happened to the black man when he's once he hit 30 and he just like. Say fuck it and just get with the system and like forget the struggle. Or forget well, it's it's what not they went through. I I know what you're talking. About. You're talking about the one that's on the end of Kendrick Lamar album, that the interview that they play. But uh, it's it's like because to be honest, to be 100, this shit happened to me. Like when I I was younger when I was doing this shit. Like like not to not to just like pat myself on the back. Although I'm doing that a little bit. Like. The whole buy black and all that shit, right? Like, I look at posts on my page for, like, six years ago where I've, I bought, I, I gifted my whole family an opportunity to buy black, right? I just bought a bunch of shit from a black company and posted about it. And, like, I participated in a lot of shit that's taking hold right now. You know what I'm saying? All those years ago. And, like, I was in the streets like you know like at protests and shit then now my focus as a 34 and you know like year old man is just like i don't know it, you it's not that i don't want to change the world because i do want to change the world it's just like i want to find like a more like a way to change the world from like a, a more like adult standpoint because i have shit to lose now when you yeah. young when you like 19 i, I think it's more like what I've seen looking at Judas and the Black Messiah is back then, if a movement got to a certain level, it was still real. But now it was still what real, like still authentic, still grassroots, yeah, authentic. But now, if it gets to a certain level, it gets more politicized and it's not necessarily gonna go through and help the people it initially wanted to. Because I feel like more change is gonna happen more at a grassroots level, yeah, than necessarily on a national level. Right, and and it's also because we don't see the grassroots level, like because there's like there's a Malcolm X grassroots movement that has been going on forever, and they're very prominent in a, in Atlanta. And it's, but if you don't go, if like you don't go to like the Malcolm X festival, or you don't go around the West End, you have no idea that this shit is going on. No, nah, you just put me on. Yeah, because you don't you don't see that, and it's like it's it's just. I feel like the the largest level of media does a an extremely good job of like filtering out a lot of this shit. Mm-hmm. Like they even 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 though we got social media and and I think social media has been like the best tool in all of this it still it still is only like you can still only see that shit if you look for it even on social media cuz like I just I look back at my posts and like I remember when I was protesting and stuff like that in the streets like all the people i follow that i saw that were doing and i mean these people got hundreds of thousands of followers now and they post never show up on my timeline anymore and sometimes you know i'll just i'll just see it and it's like damn i ain't seen shit from this person like did they just stop posting and then i go to their page and like nah they've been posted every day since then since six yeah. years ago, but I don't see the, I see the shit once a year. Once again, it's that blessed challenge. This fucking <laughs> right, 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 <laughs> right. But but the, the, I guess the reason why I'm interacting in I'm kind of addressing that is because the young kids is still out here. Yeah, like w- here. like when like them they still out here in the streets. Like even fucking last year with George Floyd, like. Like working where I work, I work with a lot of young kids, and them motherfuckers every day was out there, like in the streets and shit. Like, and you know, we we uh, I, I work in a, an environment, a company that actually, since that happened, embraces us having communication about it at work and like having a space for us to talk about it. So you get to see them tell their stories, and and I 
I feel like as you get older, you be thinking like, damn, all these young niggas is doing this busted challenge shit. But them motherfuckers, they found they finding a balance. Yeah, they got balance. They 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 got a balance between woke and ratchet. Like, or they got <laughs> they got a a balance between doing some the, some shit that's gonna change the world and having fucking fun at the same time. Nah, I love that shit. No, nah, that's real. What I, what I got to say about the movie, I thoroughly enjoyed it. I'm surprised that they put some of the socialist talking points that Fred Hampton had and lived and died by. Let's remember that. But to your point, Twan, and I know I was talking to Drew about it, they didn't put his age in there like on Front Street. Like at the end when they did the little credits right. and kind of said that they should have put that he was 21. They said it, but they didn't necessarily like right. highlight that. Like he's 21. Uh, what what age would he be he would now? Be like seventy five, somewhere yeah. around there. Because I looked it up because I saw him and I was like, that dude probably around my pop's age. And I did the math; he would have been like in his seventies, early seventies. And yeah. but they talk about all this stuff happened so long ago, right. and it's like, bro, no, this happened la- like yesterday, damn near. Yeah. Yeah. Lakeith character, I believe, was nineteen. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's another. I don't know. It's certain things I like about it, but then like how. I'm not even talking about the the European actor playing a black person or uh, uh, African American black person or whatever you want to call it. You know what I'm talking about? Ooh. Um, the main Daniel, the yeah. main you know, Daniel Kuyay. Yeah, I'm not yeah, even I talking get about over that, that man. That's no, cool. that's not even what I'm talking about. Yeah. I just don't like that they casted Lakeith and Daniel because they were so old. Like I get that, but they should have had younger characters playing they them. Should have had younger characters per se. However, um, if you look at them in the movie and look at photos, man, they did a great no, job. No, they did a great the job. Casting. They did a great job. Like, they did I a great job. I don't know if there is a 19-year-old that looked like Lakeith that could have played that role. Bro, all these people in the world that's trying to be actors, they could have found somebody. Yeah. They're trying that, to be, that don't mean they can act yet. But, I, but I, I, that's and, one hang But it, it, it's like, you can't, you, and people make good, like, they should have got somebody younger. Stacey Dash was 40 playing high school students and no one says nothing. Well, well that, that, that was like she about nine, well, she looked Oh, now, but back then she did look young. But that's just one hang Like, so I feel like the age should have been a big thing. And then I don't really like the title because they say uh, Judas and the Black Messiah. They didn't necessarily make Fred Hampton seem like a messiah in the movie. Like, they seem, made him seem like he was a leader of the Black Panther Party. Yes, which he was. I don't know. I disagree but, on that point. Man, that, if he going to be the, the Black Messiah, we talking about Jesus. Like, we saying Jesus... And Judas. Yeah, it should have been just been Jesus and... I mean, it should have been just called Judas and Messiah because Jesus is black. But continue. No. (laughs) (laughs) But, no, he should have been a larger-than-life character that we never really saw any human aspects of. Like, the love story with Fred Hampton and all that stuff, I get it. It might have sold tickets. But you're you're taking away from what this man did. Like, like, what he did was damn near unstoppable and amazing. They had to kill... I watched it twice. Watch another time. Why? Why? Why do you say that? So I feel. I feel like the part that you're missing. Spoiler alert. That is one scene in particular that made me that made me realize that this twenty year old was larger than life is when he went into, I want to say the Klan rally. Like the I don't. Know, they were a radical white group. Oh yeah. And he got them. Like he unified these people. Was saying the n words and saying we hate blacks. And he walked in there, gave a speech, and they're like, "Yeah, black power." You know what I'm saying? Uh, yeah, I, 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 like, I, I don't, I don't disagree with like, that. Like that is powerful. Like you, there's no way in the world that you can walk into a room full of MAGA supporters, Napoleon right now this, at thirty or whatever, and get them to say, "You know what? We support this young black kid." It's not going to happen. That's true. And he did that in the seventies. And they also, oh, I'm sorry, the sixties. They also didn't say that Fred Hampton was organizing and doing and giving speeches at the age of twelve. Like, it's a lot of stuff they didn't say about Fred Hampton, but yeah, they, they but did so, say stuff but, about Judas. And then the Judas dude, he was just on some fuck shit. Like, even, like, in the beginning when they said, hey, spoiler alert, how do you feel about the assassination of Malcolm X and Martin Luther King and all this stuff? Like, Buddy was kind of really just money hungry. and he was they, 17. He got caught in some fuck shit. They said he ended up getting $200,000. Yeah, sure enough. But it's like they didn't show how unscrupulous he was. And then, like, even some of the shit, like, how they had them eating at a white restaurant in Chicago. Like, that's not finna happen. You're not finna go to any restaurant. I don't care if you with whoever the president was, Nixon, 
and he got a quote unquote nigga at the table, they not finna let you eat at the table at this well to do white establishment. So some of the stuff just didn't really make sense to me. It's like, I, I but once again, I thoroughly enjoy the movie and like the message, but I just feel like a lot of times we water shit down so it would be palatable to yeah, white audience. That's white what, audience. That's, that's, I'm sorry, go ahead, Andrew. No, the, the thing that got me about the movie the whole time was uh, the character playing the Judas from the title is when they said, we got you on a year and a half. You got to go to jail. And they say maybe up to five. I'm like, how is this dude just not calling it quits after that shootout that took place? Because in six half of years in prison, I'm not going to be have my life in danger. I don't get it. I don't know how he bailed. I feel like there was more to them having on him than saying six and a half. Well, so, so yeah, they did. In the movie... They just it's, as soon as he spoiler alert stole the car, we gonna he, put you in jail for a year. He and got a half. he got pulled over immediately. In real life, he 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 left the state, or I, I won't even want to say yeah. I think, he I left think the they state. got him in another state. Or like, something like I, I want to say Canada. I could be one hundred percent wrong about the Canada part, but they definitely got him like out of state. It wasn't like oh as soon as he stole the car, they got him that same day. Like nah, so they they were definitely trying to trump up charges, but I think the. So as I watch movies like this, I do a lot of research. Um, and the, which one's the bad guy then? Protagonist? The antagonist. antagonist. The antagonist. The antagonist in life for me, because he took all the black heroes. Oh, Jake. Uh, oh Hoover. my God, Hoover! Hoover like, yeah. they, oh, he's a terrible person, terrible human being. Has always been a terrible human. Yeah, being. like the FBI literally plotted against every black leader, and then they're just like, when people would sit here, oh, the government wasn't against you. I'm like, the whole FBI was. Right. So that's all Hoover did. Yeah. So a couple of things. Biggest threat to America. I wanted to say when you said like they watered down stuff, that got kind of goes back to the whole like. Um, what what's the show that came out last year on um stars? Um no, HBO. All black cast. Um it's like aliens and shit like that. Oh, uh, uh Lovecraft Country. Lovecraft oh, Country. Country, yeah. I feel like in media they water down everything in order to kind of like make it palatable to white people. Because, again, if you just flat out say, y'all motherfuckers is is the villain, which is the true story, you won't, like, you won't get the movie out. I, I think in this day and age, it's, like, it's getting to a point where you can kind of say it. So I, I, I hope, like, 10 more years from now, we'll be able to just, like, just go flat out, like, tell the story how it was and call the villains the villains. But we kind of still at that point. Yeah, you can't really call balls and strikes right now. You still have to pacify the masses. Yeah. And that comes back to all the major studios and networks being controlled by the same group of people. Yeah. That's uh, true. That's so true. it's just like, do you want to water down version of the story where they can still get something from it and hopefully do their own research? Or do you not want it out at all? Do you think that movie sparked people to do research? Because I actually, there's actually a bunch of videos of him doing actual live interviews and stuff on YouTube. But the percent of people who actually watched that movie, how much did you think it actually drove interest to go really look? For I think I think it. Seek out that. I think it. I think it really does. It's just no way to tangibly know that. Mm-hmm. Like there's there's no way to know like. How many people actually did? But I, I, I think, I think the product, I think the movie even coming out the way it did is a product of like the interest being sparked all over this time. Because like now we go from the slave movies, like we go from the era where it's just all slaves and it's all just torture porn against black people, where you get to actually see movies about prominent black figures that are just about like praising the prominent black figures and it's not so much from a like a the white perspective like it's always been like the whole well, like i think a white writer wrote this movie what what i'm saying is like even in the movie like we we are we're able to get a glimpse of what really happened in things like even like one night in Miami, like these conversations, like we're actually getting to see these people as human beings and not just like figureheads. Right. 
Not right. just not I, like I know you wanted to see him be more larger than life, but he was just a human being. Like like I I've always felt like because I I feel like one day I'm gonna do some really dope shit in life about moving the culture. Right again, huh? Again, yes. I well I I, I do the shit, but I think I'm gonna do it from a large scale. But one thing I've always told myself like recently is like Martin Luther King was a man just like I am. Like, yes. mo- all of these people are men just like we are. It's just like making a decision to fight for something so hard that you're not afraid to lose your life over. Mm-hmm. And a fortunate thing is we do live in a country or in a, in a world where you will lose your life over doing good shit. Like, I mean, from the purest standpoint, you will lose your life. and But you have to be willing to because the legacy, the things the, the things that you change in the world will affect way more people than just your home or, like, your small circle. I, I absolutely understand. So let me explain myself a little bit more now that I think about it. So when I say he should have been larger than life, I'm thinking, okay, think of how they filmed Darth Vader. Like, Darth Vader, he's very much a character. Very much of land, uh, uh, what are you, a cornerstone of the Star Wars movie and all this stuff. But you never get to see any of his human aspects. Anytime he coming in the scene, he fucking shit up. That's how Fred Hampton should have been portrayed on screen. If we're going to call this movie Judas in the Black Messiah. I mean, they put, floating on water. Yeah, they, 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 they yeah. see him floating on water when he walking through. They, to they, give they, put, they put too much human aspects in there for you to like. So for black people, we're seeing it as. Oh, a Black Messiah film about Fred I want you Hampton. I hear what you just said. Yeah. You said they put too much human aspect in there, right? For Fred Hampton, yes. Fred Hampton, at the end of the day, was a human. wasn't human. But don't call it Judas and the Black Messiah. The Judas and the Black Messiah just talking about how Judas uh, betrayed Jesus. Yeah. Not not on, you're, you're focusing too much on the Messiah yeah. and not on the connection I, I between have, the two. I, I but Jesus saying, Jesus but was a human. They, they should have had, exactly, I mean, and they should have had more Judas. Like, okay, then another aspect of it is, it's like they showed Judas, but why didn't they show Judas after? Like, why did they start off they with him? It during the credits. No, no, I'm saying they showed him a little oh, bit. I'm talking about his life, his everyday life, when he in WITSEC and witness protection and trying to hide from all these people well, after he didn't got the money. They did the, they did the BET Black movie thing. You know, he went to... He, right, yeah, that's did what that. I'm saying. Because, it, because at the end of the day, I think you want to see more of a documentary. There's a wonderful right, documentary right, right, right. featured on PBS uh, on the Black a, Panthers. It's, it's I, not, I, I, I think because at the end of the day, it's a movie. It's a movie. It's only right, so much right, you can do right. in 90 That's why he's asking for the proper exaggeration. Yeah, I want it to be exaggerated I, okay, in the I get, right part. I get, I get that yeah. too. Yeah. I get that too. Yeah. And I see what you're saying. But at the end of the day, it's a movie about humans. It's not a fictional, you know, light years away. There's this guy with a, a red lightsaber. It's not that. We're making a movie. They they make head, uh, J Edgar Hoover look good in all these other movies they put. And in. he's also white, right? They make J Edgar J Edgar like Hoover guy. They, terrible. They made him look larger than Fred Hampton, but That's Fred Hampton is the Black Messiah. Like he, what the fuck? He, like no. He, I think I think you're being too literal in a metaphorical I title. Be. I might be, which is cool. I might be, but I, I'm is, just saying this is the first time I ever seen you pull off the Napoleon lenses and look at this. <laughs> like actually, I'm actually in shock right now. You know what I'm <laughs> but I'm like, nah, you can't do this. To our black history, our black leaders, our black stories. This is like, and then all of this is American history. So all you're doing is lying to the kids by showing them bullshit. And they're like, oh, yeah, he was a regular. I can't call it BS. But he was was a regular regular human being. At the end of the day, he's a regular human being that did extraordinary things. You want him to be portrayed as an extraordinary being. So this is is my thing. I haven't seen it yet, but I'm just going based off of what y'all are saying. Like, I appreciate the human of it more because like that that's what that's what makes people research it that's what makes well even if you don't research it that's what affects you the most about how you change as a human being like and how you grow as a human being that's usually covered when it says Based off a true story. No, no, it doesn't. No, it doesn't. I mean, for you, maybe. Yeah. Like, you on the intellectual level that you are, but I'm talking about for the, the children watching this shit. Like, the people who fucking 19, 18, like, they already with the shits. They already with the shits. But that might be the one thing that's like, oh, shit, like, I'm closer to Fred. I'm closer to being able to be Fred Hampton than I ever thought I was. Because they already know about Fred Hampton. They already know, like, or or shit, that might help 
their family understand why they're being who they are. Because a lot of times with like even just like protesting and being afraid Hampton, like your family don't feel safe with you being that person because they're afraid to lose you. You know what I'm saying? Like so it's it's like I feel like overall the greater I, I, I feel like the greater good is is like more in making it making a person on screen look like you than it is like making him look like like this larger than life person. Like they've always taught us about Martin Luther King. I I well you go ahead. I, no, I, I, I was gonna say I agree. Like it the greater good. It is for the greater good that we did get this on screen and hopefully people do do their actual research and understand who Fred Hampton was, what he was fighting for. And that's why I said I think it's crazy that they even let the socialist rhetoric get in the film because America is not a socialist country. I personally don't even know if we should be one. That's a whole nother topic and all this good stuff. However, it's like to put that in there at this point in time, it's kind of crazy. Like, wow, I'm happy it's in there, but it is kind of crazy. So I guess go. I had a question. It's kind of chauvinistic about the movie. Well, go ahead. Can right, we? So the the leading lady they had playing his uh, soon to be baby. Nah, mom. I went over here. What you was about to say? I was just gonna say since we talking about films, man, we we might as well talk about. Uh, I'm just saving you, bro. I'm just saving Malcolm you. and Marie. <laughs> I actually want to hear his question. <laughs> this is just a throwaway question. We're not gonna answer it. Go ahead and say it, Andrew. All right, because they tend to put more attractive women in movies. Do you think she he had a fine leading lady in his movie? Because that's what she played. So with Malcolm, you Marie, mean in real life? No, so I'm yeah, talking so with Malcolm about and Marie. I'm talking about in the movie. I'm just asking. So all right, with Malcolm and Marie. Yeah. So that was that was we I did I did tell you before you said the question that it was throwaway. <laughs> Okay. I didn't mean no okay. disrespect or shade and, with and it. It was a real logical question how movies are based and how they make it. You over here talking about you want this nigga to be more exaggerated, not human life. So you so saying I you wanted the the white? I was just seeing if y'all all opinion. I was all I was asked. So you go to our the the my homeboy podcast page and you see the group picture. Tap on it one time and the the people tag. Uh, that wasn't Twilight. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all know my voice, so it wasn't me. Another thing with this movie, I will say, since we are bringing uh, the young lady up, I don't know the actress's name or actor's name. Uh, she's actually still alive. Why didn't they go to her and make a love story about Fred Hampton instead of making it a betrayal story about Fred Hampton? If they want to tell think, the Ham I th I Fred think, Hampton story, because it seems like all no, they wanted they said, to do. I, I read somewhere that she was her and the child and her son. We're both involved in the making of the movie. They were. How much? Uh, you had, I ain't involved in the movie. No, y'all just just crucified me. Now, you know no, we did not <laughs> crucify. That Messiah getting to him. He walking in on water. You'd have been like, there you go. Feelings so deep in his feelings. <laughs> or the new uh, Jasmine Sullivan one. Pick up your feelings. <laughs> Speaking of Jasmine Sullivan, I, I, yeah, she's fine. That album is fire. We don't even got to talk about it no more. Nah, I, 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 I haven't heard it, but I that, agree. I'm uh, all for. I'm for women talking their shit. Like, maybe bruh, I love shit. that I'm for shit. Women talking their shit. I man. love that shit. That shit is fire. One more time. I've listened. To, I I can't relate to none of the fucking shit over there right. at all. But the album is fire as fuck. It get, I it, it changes. It gives you a perspective, and I feel like that's what good art does. It gives you a perspective that you wouldn't normally have. So if anything can give me a perspective that I wouldn't normally have, whether it be a podcast, whether it be a picture, whether it be a film, whether it be a conversation, whether it be a video, any sort of media. I can list media all day, but any sort of media that gives you a different perspective and shifts your outlook on the world is worth it you know what I'm saying? it's worth the time it's worth the effort it's worth the money all that stuff is worth it so i appreciate all of it so malcolm and marie on that same kind of like shifting perspective like how y'all feel about malcolm and marie y'all watched it i ain't watched it, it was a love story <laughs> <laughs> bro 
Yeah. Bro, I'm yeah. telling you, somebody, somebody <laughs> listened, somebody listened to the Valentine's episode and said to me directly, "Who hurt Andrew?" Like, like, and you just confirm it every I'm time. Busy, man, I'm, I'm just busy. you know. And someone listened to our first three episodes and called me and said, "Who hurt Andrew?" <laughs> <laughs> I don't think one episode in particular. <laughs> it's okay, Andrew. We look, Lakeith stands for just go back to Judas and Black Messiah. He said after he did that role, he. He had to go get counseling. He had to go to therapy. <laughs> yeah, I will encourage you to go get counseling and therapy. You know, I, I I consider myself a mental health advocate. And Drew, I love you, dog. We all need the shit. To be honest, I agree. We all need the shit, but you need a little bit more. <laughs> <laughs> hey, speaking of, speaking of DMs and text messages, you can text your counselors now. You can, right, you can. You got to for that. You got tell therapy. You can definitely, you ain't got to leave the house. Oh, he familiar. Yeah, so yeah, you just don't, you know. He, take, they still work. You've been researching and looking. Go ahead and take the leap. Oh, nah, that's not. <laughs> he was like, he was like, fuck counseling. Like, yeah. I'm okay with being hurt <laughs> and spilling out. Right. He's like, I'm okay with being toxic. <laughs> I actually enjoy it. Toxic. That's again. what. Hold up. Hold up. Hold up. Hold up. Let me land. In fact, I'm waiting for it. In fact, the Ninja Turtles became the Ninja Turtles because of some toxic ooze. <laughs> <laughs> they became heroes, right? Uh, and there's also some bad guys. You more of a bebop and rock steady type, man. <laughs> <laughs> on your Jamaican accent. Yeah. <laughs> See what I did there? Right? Hey, it's, I, yeah, 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 yeah. All right, so Malcolm and Marie. Yeah. Speaking uh, of toxicity. Yeah, exactly. Uh, what y'all think about that? Nah, you? I want you to go first. Oh, man. I, yeah, I hope so, you come from the place you bro, was going to come from with. Um, hurt, man. Hurt, man. No, yeah. what's, what's, the, what's the movie that was on Amazon? Oh, uh, damn. Uh, so, Sylvie's Way. Sylvie's Way. <laughs> Sylvie's Way. Sylvie's whatever. Nah, so I seen Malcolm Marie, and it definitely hit. For me, for me, this is, you know, Napoleon speaking. To me, I feel like another white dude wrote it. But I felt like it was talk. It spoke to me. Malcolm was the embodiment of like a non-impoverished, non-drug dealing black man, which a lot of black people are. Like a lot of times right. when you watch television, they make it seem like oh, every. I mean, everybody might know a drug dealer because everybody didn't bought some weed or did whatever. But everybody ain't the drug dealer. Everybody right. ain't that. So I felt like. It was, he was an educated black man, and his wife was a edu- or his girlfriend at the time was an educated black woman. So it seems like they're educated. Zendaya was black in that movie. She mixed. Uh, so uh, so uh, yeah, I Zendaya mixed. Ain't she? What is she? Yeah, she. she she's. Oh she, yeah. Yeah, she, she got to be mixed. That's clearly obvious. I just thought she was from them Kardashians. Was from? No, 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 no. I didn't know she was. No, no, no. She got to be mixed. I just figured she was mixed. I really she, never she, looked. She is. I'm not Google. <laughs> <laughs> I thought she was from the mountains of Caucasus. Yeah, I, but no, nah, yeah. I mean, some part of her was, but but I, I felt like it was a good thing, and it also talks about how sometimes we're talking about like you might have an issue with a significant other. And both of y'all are talking about two different aspects Man. of the issue that you have. So yeah. from the outside looking in, watching it, it's like they you they clearly love each other and they want to be with each other. But one of them might be insecure in this aspect where the other one is uh, uh, assertive and vice versa for another aspect. So they keep getting into it. But and they don't they you know, it's work and they're not right. necessarily working in the way that. TV portrays it like, right. oh, our our marriage or our our relationship is going to be this big. Happy they working place. at it in a real way. Yeah, they working right. at it in a real way. So a lot of people say, I mean, yeah, we play with the toxicity and all that stuff, but I do feel like, I mean, I might be toxic, but I feel like that's how a relationship works. You're gonna get in arguments. We're not gonna, you know, be happy with each other. Not be happy with each other, but we're gonna get into arguments. But the relationship aspect of it is saying, hey, you know what? I care about you. Let's work on this shit. Not fuck it. I'm out. Not right. uh, I'm finna, you know, take low shots, which Malcolm did, which was damn near bitch made to me when he did it, uh, and all that stuff. So I, I, I don't know. It, it hit, it hit home for me. So all that's I, how I, I feel, feel like. like both of them took a lot of low shots. I feel like they they weren't when you go to when you go to premarital counseling. Well, our my premarital counseling told told us that we had to learn to fight there. 
Yeah. Okay. He's like you know, I'm not. He said, I'm not gonna tell you that people who are married don't fight. These fights happen, but and you know, what I used to tell you know, that I used to tell people it's not that you're upset, but it's the way that you're upset. I stole that from right. some R and B song. Right. I can't even remember. Um, but so I felt like they, the way they were mad at each other, wasn't healthy. By no means. Okay. They I weren't see that. fighting fair, in my opinion. They definitely weren't. And then I feel like. I mean, which one have made for a good movie, but like say this this was happening in real life. When they're that upset at each other, it's definitely okay to step away, decompress, write all your ideas out. That way you don't have to go take a shower and come back. What you mean by that? You know? <laughs> <laughs> like it was it's good movie. Great movie. Uh, John David cannot not sound like his daddy. You know what I'm saying? At all. He can't he walk like his dad, bro. Pause. <laughs> bruh. Like, but still. Bruh. I. Bruh. John David, bruh. He gonna be big, bruh. He's gonna be. I feel like he's gonna eventually be bigger than Denzel. Oh, you can't say that. I feel like. I feel like. Okay. I feel like John David. As an actor, like not saying that he's better than him now. I'm saying the he trajectory. I'm saying the yeah, the range. He, ha- he has bruh, more range than his daddy. Man, and then like he acting in so much shit, and like you said, the range like of characters that he's playing, and and it's just I'm not like I'm not shitting on Denzel at all. I'm not taking anything from Denzel. I think this is like like Dale Curry and Steph Curry, right? Like oh, you, you're disrespecting Denzel, comparing him to Adele Curry. You, you, Curry no, 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 you, no, no, I'm not. No, 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 no you're missing. You're, you're missing. You're missing, missing the point. You the no, no, you're looking at somebody who played in the sport and one who's going to be a Hall of Famer. Denzel is not just an, did not just. But act. I'm not. So I'm, this, that's not. This, this is what you mean. His point is, he's, he's <laughs> going to take where he's his saying, father went and transcend that. Transcend. Right. That that's level. what I'm saying. Good luck. I mean, what? He, he it. how about this? He called it. It wasn't. It wasn't, it wasn't, it wasn't, he called it. It, it wasn't that hard for Steph to like transcend what his dad did. People that even wasn't aware of his dad till he but blew up more. Napo- Napoleon, you're 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 being too literal. <laughs> you're, being, you're too literal. It's a metaphor. You know, it's, I'm telling you, that's why right. Because I'm not. I'm not. I'm, all actually, I'm saying is literally it, a bad. It actually, it, it's not a metaphor. It's a simile because you said like. That's why it's right. literally a bad simile. Nah, right, it, no, that was it. Saying. It was a great. It was. Hey, all I'm saying, saying is, okay, yeah, let's let's let's. That that's just what fucking parents, or being the a parent would have been a better comparison. I'm just saying, parents in general, being a parent, what you're supposed that's, to that's do is make a child that is a better copy of you. Right. Like, and that's all I'm saying. Like, that's a whole nother topic. But right, it's a whole nother topic because. Yeah. Cause if we take Michael Jordan and we take Marcus Jordan, like in basketball, why do you do Mark like that? I don't even know Marcus. I ain't even know his name. Why you do Marcus like that? How about Jeffrey? You know? well, I'm here with you, Marcus Jeffrey and his daughters too. Like, but but, but it's easy for Dell. He wasn't a great player. But go ahead. <laughs> he was in the NBA. Yeah, Dell, he wasn't like, a great NBA. Player. But that's the best. Well, he's one of the best basketball players in the world. Right, yeah, he was in the NBA. Right, Dell was, so, was a good player. Don't yeah. don't let no, his. He wasn't. Steph Curry was so good. He got his jersey number retired in Charlotte. Nobody even clamored for him. I was in North Carolina. I knew who was on the Hornets, and he never got no buzz. Well, that's but not what I, we're talking. You're, you're, you're missing it. You're missing the point. Missing the point. You missing the point. Just, I, just he can't get past. He can't get past <laughs> basketball. Right. He All got Steph Curry to shoot three. That's what we're saying. The father son. Has to <laughs> yeah, he's saying the father son, and then the father hit a plateau. The son will pass that plateau. Yeah, right. Dude, You're oh, saying one is easy. We're saying one is hard, but he's still going to do it. Andrew over here talking about so John David can't shoot. <laughs> <laughs> I love it, but that I I know I will say like it's definitely like watching John David and the things he's done, especially Tenet. I feel like that's a whole yeah. other thing. Tenet yeah. was an amazing movie if John Underrated David movie. It was hard for me to watch that though. Side but note. yeah, it's not nepotism. Him getting these gigs and all this stuff is nowhere near nepotism. Yeah, because he's he fucking talented. Yes. He is fucking talented. talented. Have y'all yes. seen Black Klansman? 
Yes. yes. Yeah. Like, have you seen Ballers? Yeah, he like, ballers, I saw yeah. that movie. Yeah. <laughs> this is a show. show. <laughs> oh, yeah, this is a show. Oh, yeah, right. Cap. <laughs> he's seen it. He's seen it. He's seen it. He's seen it. He's yelling at me on a text thread right now. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, <laughs> and so, I I think the dope thing about it is fucking uh, a fucking dialogue movie, a whole movie. About dialogue. So I, I would tell, I got friends who who don't like plays, and I was like, hey, before you watch Malcolm Marie, it's it's a play with a budget. Yeah, and he was like, oh, okay, cool. That's kind of like how all the movies, like this little era right now in movies, is like, yeah. I mean, you definitely got a mean streak with uh, the Ma Rainey movie, yeah. uh, One Night in Miami, and this one. Yeah, yeah, like it's it's like, but I I think it's dope that like casual fucking. Movie watchers are watching this shit. Like, mm-hmm. so it's like people are getting exposed to an art form that already existed, but like on a mainstream level. That's how I feel about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I definitely agree. And uh, I do, you know, we hit that hour mark. So I do want to go into final thoughts. Anybody? Yeah. Final thoughts, any topics that we didn't get to touch on or anything that we did say previously? I'll just go first, man. Shout out to or condolence, whatever you want to call it. All my people that I know in Texas, even if I ain't call you because I'm a shit bag, like <laughs> I still love you and and like, man, I'm glad y'all made it through that shit and like y'all are okay because I couldn't even imagine experiencing any of that shit. Like we had snowpocalypse here, but I was definitely in my home with the heat on like throughout the whole process. No, that's it. That's it. All right, for my final thought, going back to the snowstorm, um, my biggest thing about it, apparently down there, you don't have to get a fixed rate on your electricity, so you can get get it at a fluctuating price depending on demand and how much it costs. But through this time, a lot of people who had their plans based off of that, they're looking at seven thousand uh, dollar utility bills for the month, sixteen grand, and a lot of everybody who's at it. Are you fucking up, serious? Oh yeah, that I got this circled on my. On, oh yeah, on my yeah, plan. yeah. That Some people got seventeen k bills. So so. But the power went on. Exactly. They still charging them. So a shout out to them. Hope y'all get through it in the state. Give y'all back y'all money. Man, and fuck Texas. Of, <laughs> not hey, the people in Texas. The the incorporated uh, you, you, government. You, you, they ain't got to succeed. Let's kick them out. Let's <laughs> Listen, all all the people who live there, you can we yeah. we accept y'all, but you fuck know, Texas. And people um, had their junk. We the Georgia there. delegates for like the trade <laughs> Texas for Puerto Rico. <laughs> <laughs> that way we ain't got to change the flag. Right. Oh uh-huh, damn. <laughs> Just draw the lines different, right? Just <laughs> Oh man, I my final thoughts. Let me see. Oh no, man. I most definitely shout out to everybody in Texas. Yes, sir. That that's amazing. Amazing uh, final thought. Uh, most definitely check out our podcast uh, on website. You know, go get hoodies. They make great gifts for Valentine's right. Day, right? For uh, Christmas, for uh, spring, for hot girl summer. You know, <laughs> all that good stuff. They just make great gifts. So buy some, gift them, and all that good stuff. Then I also want to say, uh, you know. Check on your friends. I recently had a, a elementary school uh, friend that passed, and I would just say, man, check on people, like, cause I know her since elementary school, haven't kept in contact with her, and then you know it's crazy how people cross your mind, and you just having a conversation, and then they cross your mind, and then like two weeks later, three weeks later, they in like they 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 show up in your life in some yep. way, shape, or form. She showed up in my life, however, it was her death passing. So condolences to her family. And, you know, you never, it's like, especially in elementary school, people affect your whole life and psyche, and you just don't really even know the amount of influence they had. And the one thing I've realized about death with her passing is the most fucked up things about it is you never get to say two things. You never get to say goodbye, and you never get to say thank you. And uh, I definitely want to say goodbye and thank you to her. I just want to double down on what you said, like, Man, we are all connected. Normally, whenever you feel somebody cross your mind, it's it's an important like energy vibration. Don't fucking deny that shit. I used to do it all the time. Like people think about people and just like not reach out for like not wanting to be rejected, but like I'm trying to get way better than that. 
like yeah. in in life, and I think like it's important we do that because, like you said, you can't say goodbye and thank you once they're gone. Like, right, Twan, you got anything? My final thought. Um, I hate that the episodes end on such a dark note, <laughs> but uh, Prince Marky D, bro, like, y'all, oh yeah, uh, Prince. So being light skinned in America, <sighs> especially more importantly, Columbus, Georgia, that it is. Heroes like Prince Mark, and y'all don't know who Prince Mark D. He's uh, one third of the trio of the Fat Boys. Passed away this week. Disorderlies was on at my house like every day. Like yeah. I, I, I can quote it. That's how Crush Groove was. For right. Me. You know I like both of them. I watched yeah. Disorderly too. I actually bought that movie like last year again. I although I already it was the same it. movie. And then I was like, I remembered it and I thought it was the same movie. And I was like, when are they going to the nursing home? <laughs> <laughs> like, but, it, but yeah, so 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 Prince Marky D passing. Uh my favorite Prince Marky D memory. Um I went to Miami for a bachelor party. Uh, it was my first time at King of Diamonds. Mm-mm. Juicy J just dropped Bands Will Make You Dance. Uh-oh. And it was on rotate. Like, I, I've heard that. So I knew the I knew all the it was my first time hearing that night, and I knew all the lyrics by the time. <laughs> <laughs> by the time I left the club. That's how many times they played it. But Prince Marky D was the DJ. Damn. Wow. He, he used to do radio in Miami. And I was like, yo, that's Prince Marky D. And all my boys were like, who? It was Prince Marky. It's, it's the fat boy. It's, so that's yeah. my favorite uh, Prince Marky D memory, man. So. Bro, quick. I thought them niggas was way older than what they were, like, at this age. Because that was so long ago. Right. But we watching Disorders Leagues. We're, what, six, seven? Right. They came yeah. out, like, 94? Yeah. And they were, what, 18, 19 in the movie? Yeah. Well, they was a little bit older. But, yeah, but yeah. still, they still, they, they weren't that much older. Yeah. You know, yeah. as a kid, you see somebody, you know, with a rap career. And right. Movie. You always think they like 30, 40 years old. Yeah, you like, think yeah. 30, 40 years old is way older. <laughs> right? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That, that one, when I seen that, I was like, damn. Because I I definitely watched Crush Groove. I watched Disorders a lot, too. But Crush Groove was like my first ever favorite movie. Like, I realized in hindsight that was like my first ever favorite movie because I watched that movie so much as a kid. Yeah, Chris Groove and Electric Boogie. And my favorite part was the Fat Boys, All You Can Eat. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I, I, I remember being a little like, damn, that shit look good. Like, <laughs> like, like, they were fucking that shit up. I want some of that pizza, God. That big ass slice of pizza. <laughs> <laughs> the New York pizza. Yeah, yeah. This is going to sound vain, but the only thing I got out of disorderly, for real, this is really the only thing I got, is a fat dude can get a bad bitch. Bro. <laughs> yes. yes. I didn't know you was going to yes. say that. My man. And I was like, yo, like, like, so when it was like, man, you fat, you ain't going to get no girls. So I was like, Yes, I can. <laughs> Let's, go. Let's go. That was the birth of fucking Twan as I knew him. Damn, key. I wish I had to internalize it like that when I was little. Yeah, you too busy looking at the food. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's near the end of the episode. You can't get him back here. You can't get him back. I know, right? you can't, this man mad. This nigga war. You just see his face. You should see his face. He's like, fuck, I can't he get him back. Like, oh, oh, oh. That's my twin, though. Hey, right. Hey, that was a nice way to bring the energy back oh, up. Oh, man. Hey, look, man, this has been another edition of my homeboy's podcast. This is my twin, Eric. This is my homeboy, Napoleon. And this is my homeboy, Drew. And this is my homeboy, Twan. Look at you, Drew. Doing it for real. I'm Damn. sorry. Oh, so I got excited. Drew did it properly. My bad. That was good. Oh, I, did it, I did it properly twice. I know. Something. In the same episode, bro. same episode, bro. Episode, bro. Yeah. I love it. He man. can operate hurt. Man, I know. <laughs> <laughs> I Staying know. on brand. <laughs> man, that, yo, this was, that was a dope episode, man. I, I like it, man. <laughs>